a new beginning. Five will enter. One will be crowned. PWE's Wrestler of the Month. W.E. Crew, Dan O'Mac, Big Kaz, Jay Bird, Nick the Gooch, and your host, Brokowski. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? We are back and we have an action-packed weekend for you and a great episode because we got Chris Kohlenberg, or I should say the suplexer assist. Uh, I like the name you got on your name for the Zoom meeting here. It's fucking fantastic. Thank you. Well, we're here to talk about uh, RPW's Inked in Blood 2, Dead by Dawn, this weekend at the circus. It's happening Saturday at 3 p.m., First show on Saturday. That's 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 gonna be awesome, man. I'm sure you're busy as hell this week, getting ready, getting everything all set and ready. I mean, how how excited are you? Because you haven't. This is the first show since Harpo's, correct? Um, yeah. You know, uh, this year we decided to instead of just pumping shows out every month, that we were gonna focus on having bigger shows, and even if it was more of a every other month kind of situation. Um, the next one that we announce is going to be a very large show, um, which I might, I mean, we'll see how I'm feeling. I might do tonight. We'll see. <coughs> but yeah, I'm um, awesome. very excited, uh, stressed, but, uh, everything's looking, looking on the up and up. Everything's, uh, coming together well. So, uh, hopefully, uh, we're going to, we're going to have a hell of a show for you guys. I know Danny's bringing his A game. We're going to, we're going to bring, Probably the craziest uh, things that we've ever attempted to do live uh, for our show. So, plan oh, plan man. for a crazy weekend. Oh, I, I already have. As soon as I seen that this was going down, I was like, this is going to be bigger than last year's. This is going to be bigger and better. I cannot wait for it to happen. And so, I mean, the card that we got going right now, all the gold's on the line on Saturday. Nobody's safe. <clears throat> yeah, actually, uh, that's another announcement I can make too. There's uh, more gold going on the line, uh, as Akira will be defending his Canadian Deathmatch Championship uh, in the four-way. Oh shit! Nice. Yeah. That's gonna make things a hell of a lot more interesting. I like a lot of that. gold on the line that show. Yeah, that, that's real interesting. I seen he just won that a few weeks ago, correct? Mm -hmm. And uh, I seen a post earlier he made that. You know, his record in 2022 for ICW 
and GCW ain't doing so swell. So putting that belt on the line, he might be at risk, especially with the guys he's in that match with. Yeah, we got some of uh, some of Detroit's finest in there, and you got Dale Patrick's as well. So, I mean, it's not going to be an easy time. He's got MM3 and Vendetta to, to, to tangle with, and you know those boys, they don't fuck around. So. Yeah, and, and Dale was the inaugural Russ Belt champion. Yes. You know, so, yeah, that's a lot of, of heavy-hitting dudes in that match. He actually won that uh, almost exactly a year ago from right now. At boot him up. Yeah, it was. God, I got to go back. I just, all the memories have been popping up. All my memories, Chris, have been memories from RPW shows and then Flophouse shows, which we were just talking about that first Flophouse trip that you made along with us just recently. Merkel. (laughs) Merkel. Yeah, I wanted to make it out over the weekend, but with, uh, with everything going on over this weekend, I couldn't take more time off work, so. And the crazy thing is, we end up losing power, and I ended up going home early. So I probably could have won anyway. <sighs> well, shit like that's gonna happen. But more gold. Randy West is taking on Hoodfoot for the Rust Belt. Speaking of the Rust Belt, man, that's gonna first be time fun. ever. No, first time ever. That one shocks never me. Wrestle you know each how other. much that they're always on the same card and everything. I'm I'm really intrigued to see that one. That one's uh. Hopefully, it turns into great, great friends, better enemies. Kind of, kind of feel for it. What I've noticed is that the people that uh, have friendships in this business have a tendency to go harder when they're in with their friends because they want to prove that it's not, they're not taking it easy or not giving them a light night just just because they're friends, you know. Well, and Randy trained Hoodfoot, so you know that's a little extra yes. momentum to that, also. Hoodfoot and Statue. Satsu is another one that I would like to see. I'm, I'm I'm interested to see who answers his open challenge. So am I. Now, uh, this open- I know I know he's feeling a little displaced since losing the belt in Chicago. I know he feels like he has something to prove, and I think laying the gauntlet down and just being like, whoever steps the fuck up, I'll take you down, is a good way of doing that. So I like where his head's at, and uh, hopefully it works out for him. You never know who's going to come through those doors, uh, especially on that weekend, so. And speaking of who, you never know who's going to come through those doors. The man from down under, Joel Bateman, is going to be showing up, taking on Neil Diamond Cutter. That match, I'm really excited for. I never really knew that I needed to see that match until it was announced. And I was like, oh, my God, this is this is a match made in heaven right here. This is deathmatch heaven. You know, I told uh, I told Joel, pick who you want. Just tell me who you want, and I'll get him for you. For you. He said, I want Neil Diamond Cutter. I said, give me one minute. And less than a minute later, I was like, he's in. Uh, but we're going to we're gonna spice in that one up. Um, down in uh, Australia, all they have is T8s. They don't have the normal tubes that we use. Mm-hmm. So I went ahead and picked up, I don't know, about 200 or so T8s. And we're going to have a Typhoon of T8s death match. Oh, wow. shit. Oh, okay. Now, if you would explain what a T12 is and a T8 to maybe some of our listeners that might not know exactly what those uh, what that means. Uh, T12s are what we normally use in America. Um, usually T8s are kind of frowned upon um, because of an accident that happened with Nick Gage uh, a while back at a tournament of death. 
um, they, they break differently. They have a tendency to be a little more um, unforgiving and jagged. However, where Joel comes from, that's all they have, and that's what he likes wrestling with. And he threw the gauntlet down to, to the old Honey Badger, and Honey Badger does not fuck it around. So Honey Badger's like, bring as many as you want. And I happened to find a pallet. So you got your wish, Neil. And the T8s are smaller in circumference than the T12s. The yeah, the, the T12s are about twice the thickness. T8s are half the thickness and they break differently. They have a tendency to be a little more unforgiving. <laughs> a little more bloody. Um, I mean, I don't know if you guys were watching ICW over the weekend, but he was bleeding buckets in that match, and I can't even imagine how this one's going to go. He'll be twice as better. Yeah, RPW always makes with the blood. Like, that's the memory. If you ask anybody that was at last year's circus, what was the best blood moment? Holy fuck. 95% of those people are going to say the squirt from head, uh, Hoodfoot's forehead. <laughs> to soak that corner of that of that ring that boy is a gusher i don't know what it is about him but he gets such insane color every match you know um before chicago back in our january show uh, uh cold-blooded he got jumped behind with one bundle by vendetta and his entire back was just i don't know what it is about that dude but he uh in the words of abdullah the butcher uh, he gets good juice <laughs> Dan and myself were there for that match and I, I had some kind words for Vendetta ruining that, that match that was going on yeah I'm not sure he's completely out of the clear on that one yet we'll see a lot of them yeah, boys you know, back in the back they they hold a grudge and you know Sad yeah, 2 is always bringing the blood and brutality when he's in a especially calling the open challenge out it's definitely a death match um whoever i mean whoever is answering it this is the circus you know uh if you don't have a non-death match title on the line you're in a death match so whoever's mm -hmm. stepping out through that curtain they better be ready because Satu. i mean last circus uh one of our one of our most talked about matches aside from pondo and hoodfoot was Satu versus josh crane where we had him in the panes of the glass match. Um, we had, I think we had something like 18 panes in that thing. And they, those boys just went to town. And I know uh, Satu plans on trying to top that this year. So I don't know who's planning on coming out uh, after that challenge, but I would really think twice uh, if that's something you really want to do. But it is a good way to get noticed and move your way up a card is uh, do something like that. So I, I, I respect what he's doing and hopefully it works out for him. I respect that goal he wants to achieve. Holy shit, 19 panes of glass. Oh, fuck, why stop there? You just might as well keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Better him than me. That's why I enjoy it more. <laughs> it was a lot of glass, man. And you mentioned non-death matches on the card. Uh, Justin Kyle's defending his title. Uh, yes, he is. Versus Braden Lee. Correct. And then uh, Midwest Scum are uh, defending their titles on this show against the... Uh, the uh, Koger brothers, Atticus Correct. and, and Otis. Uh, and uh, D-Mac will be with uh, Midwest Scum. I don't know if you guys remember Harpo's, but uh, I, I think uh, what Atticus did to Darren has not left a great uh, feeling with Darren. I know Darren, uh, he's a little more meticulous than most. Um, he has no problem 
waiting on revenge and getting it when the time's right, as opposed to popping off, you know, and hailing it the second things happen. So uh, I, I have a feeling that that one has a potential to be volatile. Yeah. The last yeah. time we talked to DMAC wasn't even in the conversation about what happened at Harpo's and he brought up Atticus's name. So uh, he's definitely not he's been, forgotten. He's been dropping them in um, a, dropping the skewer spot. A lot of, a lot of things. I know it's weighing heavy on his mind. I know, you know, he feels a certain way about how he was treated by, you know, an Ohio guy in, in Detroit and in his hometown where, you know, he won multiple Stanley cups and, you know, he's considered a champion and, uh, um, you know, he's a much beloved person in the, the wrestling business. That's for sure. He's done a lot for RPW and myself. So, I mean, it really didn't sit well with me either. So I was like, you know, uh, maybe I'll facilitate this a little bit. Let them get, uh, get, get near each other. You know, I actually was talking to DMAC a little bit earlier and he just said he wanted to send a message. And that message is I'm looking for payback in some form. And I was like, uh, who is that too? And he just said everyone. So anybody that crossed him. So this whole weekend, you know, I mean, he's got Brandon Kirk Friday night. Yeah, I think uh, there's a couple names on his, his list. He's looking to, to strike off after the weekend. Um, the guy's got no problem being patient. Uh, you know, we all saw how things went uh, with him in the New York uh, la- or Jersey last weekend. So we'll see. <clears throat> And uh, like I mean, not to mention, a, a lot of people don't know, but Zach used to be a Kogar brother. Yes. He he was the third Kogar brother, Silas. And I know he's got a lot of feelings about how uh, his exit from that group uh, was handled. So, I mean, this this one, it, it's making me nervous, man. There, there's, there's a lot of potential for a lot of violence. That, 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 I mean, with all the players involved, all the bad blood, that that's that's a lot of pissed off uh boy in one one ring you know well we know atticus and otis don't shy away from the death matches and 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 dread key will get in there and fight with anyone and you know like you said zach was the third kogar for a while and yeah you're right that wasn't a a um cordial happy split so uh i know zach's got revenge on his mind too so yeah this is gonna be a good one for sure yeah i i have no idea what's gonna happen but i'm uh, as curious as you guys and how this is all gonna play out it's gonna be a fun it's gonna be a fun bloody weekend that's for sure a lot of blood a lot of bloodshed's gonna happen like we got i think it's four sh- four shows two days like 30 something matches announced like damn and including yeah, think, still, still, or go ahead chris yeah i think it's somewhere around 30 matches over the weekend it's it's fucking nuts how many there is and then uh making his return back to rpw madman pondo chuck stein and then tank will also be in that matchup and yes we ended up spot we, we all know who we're picking in that match because we uh we sponsored them so we're definitely <laughs> yeah, you, going with Chuck. But man, did you make it tough enough for him? These uh these guys are the official sponsors of Chuck Stein. You know, uh Chuck, I don't think Chuck likes having easy nights anyway. So, and, no, uh, no, I mean no, that's it's a lot of bad men in one match. I mean that that this one has a potential potential to be the bloodbath of the weekend, I think. And, uh, and, with the three of those guys in there together. And I'll tell you what, I I talk to Chuck on a regular basis. Me and him are pretty close. And 
he uh, we were going to sponsor him at the Harpo show uh, being his, you know, he's he, he's a uh, downriver, but he's a Detroit guy. And and we were going to um, sponsor him on Harpo's. And, and, and he was very uh, upset that that injury took him out of Harpo's. And, and um, he wasn't happy that he couldn't perform in that historic venue. So uh, he's not happy. He's not happy no, he's to have not. to miss that that show. And when I talked to him when this match was set, and he told me that, um, you know, he he's obviously very familiar with Pondo, and um, he he's 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 looking to prove that he belongs. And uh, him him missing Harpo's is fuel for him in this match. So, uh, th- like you said, this might be the bloodbath of the show for sure, because Chuck is Chuck's ready to fight. Um, and, and, yeah, and he's not going to go Tank down. And Pondo don't, don't go down easy. So, I mean, no, it's gonna this be is one, one of those ones. I really don't know which way it's going to go. Uh, usually sometimes in, in a card like this, like there's a clear cut guy that might be a little ahead of the pack or something, but with those three, though, those are three of the baddest men I know. So I, uh, I put that together knowing that it would be a, absurdly violent match we're excited for it for sure there was a match we didn't talk about you know john wayne murdoch and and danny demento himself coming back making another return to fight for rpw i think that could also be a bloody ass match right there yeah they uh they wrestled each other last year at the circus and i don't think uh um Danny really sat right with with him how that ended up uh, in the end and you know I, I don't think it's something Danny wanted to handle within his own company but uh, you know he came to me he's just like I want fucking Murdoch he's like I got a score to settle so I was like you got it the, uh, Danny was actually supposed to be with us uh, for the the body count show but unfortunately that that ended up falling through so this will be his return first return uh, back from the since the last uh, circus so Definitely looking forward to having uh, having Danny in from the chains. And, uh, you know, I mean, anyone that's familiar with his work knows the man shows out. He's all about putting on a good show. Especially his match recently he had with Casey. Him mm-hmm. and Casey Kirk had a, had a hell of a match. And so, yeah, I was excited when I saw uh, Danny was coming back and, and that he's got Murdoch. Uh, this one is one that's <laughs> – I mean, you look at this card and you can say, well, that one could steal the show. What? Wait, no, this one could steal the show. And, and it seems like there's there's a a pattern with the shows that RPW puts out. And that is you don't know which match is going to be the match of the night until you until you get to the show. I mean, every single one of these matches has the potential to steal a show. And this is a card from top to bottom. So, you know continue kudos to you for for some of the uh stuff you're doing here and 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 the talent you're bringing in and and the opportunities that you're giving guys to uh step up to the plate and prove themselves so i'm sorry jaybird started spinning i thought he got (laughs) lost in gravity um no i thank you very much for that um you know i it's the, the hardest part is uh figure out what what match to put in one order um just because they 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 on any card could all be main eventers, you know. Right. So that that's what we like to do, though. We like to have it be a high energy card from top to top to bottom. You know, uh, a lot of hard hitting, a lot of blood, and all that. And man, I mean, 
this one, when I put this one together, a lot of people were confused. Like, what the hell are you thinking? This is about to be fucking nuts. You know, like some of these guys got to wrestle later that night, but my show's <laughs> got to, I got, we got to do our thing at RPW, you know? Absolutely, man. Your thing's all, and it's like you said, blood and hard hitting, man. RPW never fails. You guys bring Thank it you. every single time. We love it, man. Truly appreciate that. And that's something that you guys have been able to do with, with each show. Like everybody, you'll see it across social media and the deathmatch uh, groups and just people in general. And it's not just us that say it. They're like, man, that, that RPW show was the best one yet. It's been said about all every show going back for the last year. So you guys are doing something right. You got the eye, you, you put that perfect mix of people in and then you bring people in like, like Braden Lee, that, that dude's no joke. I've seen him. A but, lot of people, they, they're not as familiar as I think they should be with them. A lot of people are like, oh, this is just somebody's bringing in for Kyle to beat up. No, I mean, A, he is a I big mean, Kyle's going to beat him up. Yes. <laughs> Kyle's going to beat up anybody you put in the ring with him. Yes. But like, no, this Look guy... what happened with Woods. No one, no one thought that Woods was going to get tossed around like that. And Kyle went in there in beast mode and chucked that motherfucker across the ring, you know? I, dude, I love that match at Harpo's, him and Woods. That was fantastic. I, he's one that we said, man, he could come back to RPW any day, and we would love to see him in any match. But, but yeah, back to Braden Lee and that title fight with Justin Kyle. Like, like you said, Justin Kyle's going to beat up anybody, but uh, a lot of people don't know about him, Bob Braden. So, yeah, um, A is a lot bigger than he looks. I've I've watched that man gorilla press Shane Mercer. Okay. He's a big boy, but not only is he a big boy, um, he is very light on his feet and nimble. He's fast, and he's a hybrid wrestler. Not only does he do mat wrestling, all that, but he, he'll go to the top rope and do all that shit, too. I think uh, I think uh, Kyle might be going into this one. Uh, the overhyped uh, – um, not overhyped, but the, the, the odds-on majority favorite, I think uh, Braden has a – uh, might surprise uh, quite a few people with uh, what he's able to do in the ring because that boy, he can fucking go. And he's worked at all the top promotions in the country. I, you know, he's he's one of those guys that's just ready to break. And this could be, you know, shit, he could leave with the gold. You don't know. I mean, I don't dislike the guy, but I hope not. I think Justin Kyle retains. We're all, you know how we all feel about Justin on our side. We're, all, we're going to be riding that, you know, that whole match. Sorry, Braden. But you know, you get, the, you get the hate by default during that match. You, you know, with Justin Kyle, like the show back holes beginning of the year when he took on Akira and, and, and he threw Akira like Akira was 110 pounds. Like Justin Kyle's one tough, bad motherfucker. And you put him in there with Braden Lee. Like you said, a lot of people don't know who he is, but Braden Lee is just as much of a tough, bad motherfucker. So, mm-hmm. I mean, as, as someone that's not as familiar with him may think this is oh maybe a little underwhelming of a match for Justin Kyle. No, this is, this is going to be a, an absolute banger. Like, you know, yes, we are big Justin Kyle fans and we don't know if there's anyone that could go up against Justin Kyle and take that RPW title off of him. But if anyone's going to give him a run for his money, it's going to be Braden Lee. So this is going to be a good yeah. one. I mean, uh, Justin, uh, over a year with that belt now, 
<clears throat> after he won it from uh, Sam Buell back at Ruthless Consequences. Yeah. The most insane spear I've ever seen. <laughs> Florida's orbital socket on that one. <laughs> yep. That's right. Florida's orbital socket is still wrestled for six minutes. That's one bad motherfucker. Kyle's uh, probably one of the toughest people I've ever met. He's so tough. Yes. Hands down. Hands down. Dude will blow out his freaking bone from his finger and still finish the match. I don't think there's much you could do to him to not make him finish a match besides <laughs> pin him. Um, you know, I've been working with him for well over a year now. You know, it, it took him, you know, probably about a year and a half he's been with us. It took him a little while to get to the top of the card and then get to that title shot and He's been dominant ever since. I mean, last year he, he took out Shane Mercer for the belt uh, at the last circus. So, and since then, you know, we've seen him take out people like Hoodfoot, Kira, all kinds of people, you know? You know, and Shane Mercer fucking picked him up and threw him out of the ring. I was really, I almost thought that Shane was going to get it last year. I thought he, that Justin, I don't know where he gets that strength from just to come back. <clears throat> Funny story, uh, Kyle came back in the locker room and he's like, uh, can you do me a favor and uh, not keep booking me against people that can actually lift me up and toss me like a child? <laughs> I was like, you know, I can't really promise you that, Kyle. <laughs> well, he's... I, don't, I know that's something he doesn't encounter quite often. And, uh, he was pretty shocked when he got chucked out of the ring. Uh, the, those fans sure were shocked that uh, he ended up in the laps of, that's for sure. Yeah, well, one year later, you put him in a ring against somebody else that could do the same thing. Brayden Lee's one bad dude. You know, when you have someone as bad as Justin Kyle, you really got to scour the ends of the earth to find people that are in that caliber to go with them, you know? Yeah. Dude, it's going to be a fucking hell of a weekend. Hell of a weekend. <clears throat> so we got a pig got roast it. going on again. Yes, we do. Uh, not again. This is our inaugural one. But that'll be you guys served. had the food truck last year. We had the food truck last year. Uh, this year, uh, there'll be an assortment of foods. Um, we are going to have the pig roast uh, at 1 p.m. day two. So that will be before Dead by Dawn. And that's going to go until it's out. Um, you know, I mean, it's not a small pig, so there should be enough for everybody to eat. But, you know, if you want to make sure you get yourself a good, hefty plate, uh, you know, get in line. Um, not only that, we're, we're stuffing the pig with assorted sausages and too, and stuff too. So that's uh, going to be included in the price. You got, uh, I'm going to make some homemade coleslaw, some barbecue sauces, all kinds of stuff. Um, so that'll be at one o'clock, uh, at noon, there's the weapons building seminar, uh, with, uh, master builder, uh, Ryan from ICW. And I'm sure, I'm sure Neil will get involved in that too. He always does. Neil's a real fucking good weapons builder. Uh, you guys, uh, I mean, uh, after your uh, after last year's circus, I let you guys do the uh, the barbed wire ropes after what you learned from the last one. So, I mean, it's really informative. It'll teach you how to make things properly. And if you want to do like a fa fans bring the weapons kind of situation or, you know, if uh, you always want to know how to build something properly or safely, that's where you're going to learn how to do it. And uh, you'll see the stuff you build get used later on in the night, either at our show or at uh, the ICW show later that night at 8 p.m. So. It'll be a fun day. Uh, we also got the dunk tank. We're going to have dunk mittens. 
Uh, $5, three balls, so you can uh, dunk everyone's uh, uh, favorite super fan. Maybe I'll get pissed drug to get inside. I don't know. I was about to say, get pissed drug. <laughs> I think I can, uh, if, if somebody brings Fazoli's breadsticks, I'm pretty sure I could bribe them to get in there. But I think uh, some Fazoli's breadsticks or uh, <laughs> uh, spicy uh, Wendy's chicken sandwiches, and we could probably get his ass in there. <clears throat> That's awesome. That's awesome. I do but love also, the uh, weapon seminar, though. Sorry, back go ahead. With the food, though, um, we also, uh, Village Pizza is one of our sponsors. They will have pizzas all weekend on hand. You'll be able to buy full pizzas. Um, it's going to be hot, so I'll be selling ice cream. Um, there'll be hoagies. Our chip guy will be back. Uh, we all, you all know that the Charzak guys are always going to be there. So there'll be, uh, there'll be plenty of options. Um, you're welcome to bring your own coolers. Um, beer also will be on sale on site. So if you, if you, don't bring your own. There'll be stuff you can buy. Uh, the the guys that run that place, uh, the they they take good care of us and always have good stuff going on. So, and I believe uh, uh, we're gonna have somebody doing breakfast burritos uh, Saturday morning too. And you said Fantastic. you're gonna be making some of your sauce, some of your barbecue sauce and stuff. Um, all those sauces and sides for the pig roast will all be mine. And if you guys don't know, Chris is a fucking bomb ass cook. Thanks. I don't even want to say cook. I want to say chef because Chris has got some talent. So if you haven't had any any of Chris's cooking before, all these sides he does, they're fucking amazing. So thank you. So yeah, that's one other thing that Chris is big on that people might not know is that his 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 work in the kitchen. So I could throw down in the kitchen. I'll tell you what. <laughs> For sure. So so yeah, that as soon as you said that, I was like, oh shit. Yeah, you know, we've got all kinds of other stuff planned. It's going to be a fun, action-packed weekend, and uh, I think the, uh, the 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 lands it's on are a little more conducive to what we're doing. Um, last year, it was a little more hilly than we were expecting um, from the pictures we had seen. So uh, this this is this is all nice and flat. You've all been there before. Oh yeah. Um, plenty of room for everybody to camp out. Uh, I would say if you plan on camping all weekend. You might want to show up a little early, stake your claim on, so you got a good campsite. Um, and if you want to get some sleep, don't don't uh, set up anywhere near the Bocce Boys, okay? Yeah, <laughs> the, the Juggalos <laughs> raved till eight in the morning last year. <laughs> yeah, they kept the party. I don't think they slept the entire weekend. I think they kept it going the whole time, and then they were selling their their fucking juice. And uh, that that shit wrecked me night one. I had to not have any more of that the entire rest of last weekend well i i I remember waking up and seeing you in a collapsed tent sleeping (laughs) yeah (laughs) so i got up to take a piss in the middle of the night and uh, i had a few drinks of me and i go down zip it and i just kind of like tripped and fell into the tent and i was so fucking tired i was like i'm not fucking setting this thing back up so i just kind of like laid in it all collapsed like a sleeping bag It was that was so funny to wake up to, man. <laughs> hey, you um, know, uh, it's it's the circus. We all have a good time. Exactly. Yeah, you yeah. never know what you're gonna get, but it's gonna be worth it, and it's gonna be a blast too. And so we, you know, we talked about your show on Saturday, and while we got you here, we'll quickly go over the other three cards. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> we'll just go over them quickly. I want to see what you think about some of these matches. So Friday, like you said, get there early. The first show starts at eight. We know to get yeah. there early. Set up your tent. If you're camping out, get there, get set up. 
bring your coolers out, get the beer drinking. And then at eight o'clock, no holds bar, night one in the chains. We got a lot of matches that are just going to be absolute crazy too. You know, we got the Kirks versus Cruel, which I haven't seen Cruel in person yet. And I'm, so I'm excited to see that. He's Same very big. That. Tall, tall guy. Yeah, yeah. I've watched a video. Like, I've watched him and Justin Kyle fight at other shows for these guys. And it's just incredible how big this guy is in comparison to Schlack and Akira. That's going to be an absolute. This is going to be crazy. Anytime Schlack's in a match, it's nuts. And a guy I haven't seen, the Bev and Kaplan. So, what can you tell us about Kaplan? You know anything about him, Chris? I've seen him a couple times. Um, he uh, wrestles for AIW a lot. Um, he's uh, definitely a Haas fight kind of guy. He's a much bigger boy. He's kind of built like Matt Tremont. Um, okay. He's known for being a real heavy hitter. You know, like kind of a he's kind of a Tank Abbott kind of guy. Um, he just goes in there, and I wouldn't even consider what he does is a lot of wrestling. He just goes there and beats the shit out of people. But yeah, Kaplan, yeah, he's he's kind of starting to be a, a high in demand guy. You're gonna start seeing him pop up in a lot more places coming up. And then another guy that I'm not so familiar with, uh, Josh Bishop. He's taking on Justin Kyle that day. He's also another AIW guy. Uh, he's part of the Rip City Shooters. Um, he's somebody I myself have been wanting to get in uh, to RPW for a while. It's just that dates haven't really lined up. I've tried to book him several times. Okay. He is extremely good. Uh, I think he's going to gain a lot of fans over the weekend. He's very big. Uh, he kicks some serious ass. Uh, yeah, that, that's going to be, that's going to be a good one. And expect, uh, hopefully to see him showing up at RPW sooner than later. Cause I'd love to have him. You know, now that you say something, I remember watching an AIW show and he was in like a four way match with a couple mm -hmm. other guys. And I thought he was, I enjoyed his work there. You know, and then you got Danny himself getting in the ring with Randy West. Randy returning to the chains. Taking on our champion. I think it's a bold move. I think uh, Danny might be underestimating her. Either way, that's going to be an incredible match. Any match that Randy's involved with uh, it just seems to get crazier and crazier. One I'm really, really looking forward to, we got the old timer and then the hood foot. Yeah, that's that's gonna get messy. You know, that's that's probably that's my prediction for that is that's gonna be met. There's gonna they're gonna wanna. I don't think you're gonna get a towel for the ring. You're gonna need a squeegee after that one. Those those boys both just bleed a lot, like they a do. lot. You know, we're all excited to see you know the old timer come back. Jeff King, uh, make his way into the chains. You don't get to see him too often anymore. It's gotta be <clears> special for only... him to come out. Yeah, he's he only he only comes off when something you know something really interests him. He's not uh I'm gonna wrestle uh any match that's just offered to me. It's you gotta you gotta offer him some cream of the crop and then he'll that'll get him to lace his boots up and I think he's earned it, honestly. And he's he one of those guys that doesn't need to be pouring buck, buckets every weekend because when he does wrestle, it's always a five star match, you know. And the interesting fact to this one is Jeff King was Schwartz's trainer and Schwartz trained hoodfoot him and randy trained hoodfoot so this is one of those things where it's like you know the the offspring of the um 
of the of the man Schwartzy now gets to go against the old man and see what they can do. So yeah, that's the, that's a nice little backstory on that one that a lot of people don't know that the old timers who trained Schwartzy. Yeah, not only did he train him, but it wasn't uh, through a school. Like Jeff actually took the time to train him one on one at a ring at his house. I mean, he he saw something in Schwartzy to where it was. I will take time out of my day and I'll show you everything I know and just show it to you. Like, I'm not going to need a room full of people paying me to do this. I want to see what you can do. So, I mean, that's testament to Schwartzy. We, we all love Schwartzy. And I know a match that Mr. Don Holland is probably absolutely in love with John Wayne Murdoch and Michigan's own Tommy Vendetta. When those guys get in the ring with each other, it's always just does, does Don like Vendetta? I I think I've seen Don him say likes it Vendetta? I think I seen I him think say I, it. I think I heard him mention him like once or twice. I didn't really realize he was a fan or anything. That's wow, that's news to me, man. Right? I don't know why a lot of people like Vendetta, honestly. <laughs> guy's all right, I guess. He's he's a lovable <laughs> psychopath. He says it himself. He is, and you know, and it's just He's like got I the said, boulder him, shoulders. <laughs> him and John Wayne Murdoch, you know, they're going to show up and show out for their match. And then we got the American Deathmatch Championship on the line. Eric Ryan versus Joel Bateman. Does he just come overseas and take the sweep? He's going to take everybody's gold while he's here and then run back? I mean, it's not a bad plan if that's it. That's what he's trying to do. I mean, in order for them to get it back, they got to fly 32 hours to Australia. That takes 32 hours to get here. That yeah. poor son of a bitch got a hold of me after he got off his plane in Philly, and he just sent me a picture of himself, and he just looked so tired. And he's like, "I've never been so tired for sitting for a day and a half." <laughs> right. <laughs> and then, be- I mean, then he he's just been having match after match after match. I mean, the guy's going wild. He's got four that just this weekend. Yeah, he's got a match mm-hmm. on each each show and it's just going to be i'm excited to see it you know he could take all the belts back make everybody come to death match down under to get him to try to win them back from him that's why i didn't put him in a belt match i didn't have to go to australia to get my shit back (laughs) (laughs) hey man if he's gonna fly 32 hours he he might as well take advantage of his time and get it and get it in as many of these matches as he can oh shit he's i think he's planning on having a much heavier bag when he comes back through customs right (laughs) You know, and that's the first show on night one. That starts at 8 p.m., no holds bar, 27. And then Brokowski, you want to go over the pit with him? Yeah, hey, dude, that, that's my, that's what I'm looking forward to most. At the, during the ICW shows is the pit. I enjoyed the fuck out of that last time when we were in that dusty-ass barn, shed, whatever it was. It I was think it kind of added to the, the atmosphere of it, really. I think, you know... Yeah. For some so reason, it being in that barn made it seem even more dangerous and underground or something. I don't know. It, it really gave it an interesting mood, in my opinion. It made it feel like it was an underground fight club. Like, what we were doing was totally illegal and everybody was just hiding. It was it was fantastic. <laughs> so, I'm really excited to see what they got in store for uh, this, this year's pit. But one of the matches, a couple of them, you know... We got two matches that stood out from last year are actually fighting each other this year and Isaiah Bronner and Aaron Williams. I'm really looking forward to that one. That's two two different styles that in the pit equal each other out. 
Yeah, I'm not sure uh, how like who's going to have the advantage in that one. I think uh, if you put them in like those two in like a grappling match or like a like a mat wrestling match, I think Aaron Williams would have it. But I think uh, if you put them in more of a hard hitting kind of wrestling match, I think Bronner will get it. But when you put those guys in the pit, which is a whole different fucking equation, I don't even know who has the advantage in that situation. I mean, Bronner's got the size, but Williams has the experience. That's I love, true. That's I love true. both those guys, so it's gonna be hard for pick that it's, one. That's what I'm saying. It's a, it's a hard one to it's a hard one to choose in that one. And then you I got, got another one that's another one that's uh, pretty hard to choose out of. MM3 and Neil Diamond Cutter in the pit. Yeah. So we saw MM3 and Neil Diamond Cutter. It was MM3's first death match at RPW, and we saw that uh, match. It was his first full death match ever. And. Um, it was a fucking banger of a match, and now you're putting him in the pit. You know, uh, Danny's putting him in the pit. So, it just, oh. you know, we trust the process, you know, with everything. But, you know, it's, it's hard to go against Neil Diamond Cutter when, when, uh, when we're talking about him. So, it's going to be a good one. Yeah, you know, I kind of – I have a feeling I know kind of how this one's going to be, not how it's going to end. But, you know, like we did, we did do it back in November – uh, and a lot of barbed wire and other kinds of fucked up shit. And they really went to town on each other. And I think this is one of those situations where from that match, they may have figured out a little bit of each other's offense or defense or whatnot. And you may see some readjusting or um, use of that knowledge to maybe make things sway a little differently. I don't know. Um, I do know uh, that this is definitely going to be a big weekend all the way around from M3, not just with, what he's doing with us, but I mean, the guy's got a big week. I'm not going to start plugging other places, but the guy, the guy's all over the place and he deserves to be. And I think this, this is just more testament to that. I think this is just going to show, I think after this week, it's going to be a lot harder to get MM3 on your show because he's going to be real busy. Right. Um, you know, this started about a year ago this time with Vendetta and we see where Vendetta's gone. And I think this is MM3's time now where He's going to get the right set of eyes and the right set of matches all in a row to where he's going to get pounded into people's minds and their brains. And they're going to be like, you know, we got to start getting this guy. I don't know why we haven't used him for years. I mean, he's a third generation wrestler. who There's not much he can't do. I'll fucking applaud to that. Like that right there. Like those are like true fucking words. And we've been, you know, we feel the same way about three. And like you said, Tommy did it last year. It's, you know, and speaking of Tommy, he's got to match that night too, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Taking on Joel Bateman. <clears throat> oh, Joel stomps him. <laughs> crushes him. Jaybird has a love-hate relationship with Tommy Vendetta. You just see, you just see Don Holland tackle him through the screen. <laughs> <laughs> you just see him both whizzing off into the cosmos in that background with his. <laughs> Whoa. I do feel I do feel Don Pry has like a radar of when like someone shit talking like DTA, like the back of his neck just starts the hair start to raise and his ears start to burn a little bit. And he's just like, who do I have to kill? <laughs> and I think one of these days, Jay Bird, we might see an unsolved mysteries where they're trying to find Don <laughs> Holland down in the in the, the the Caribbeans or something after sticking you to wood chipper for get, for making fun of his boy. <laughs> There was an episode where Jaybird motherfucked one of them, and and Don Don messaged me like, "What's Jaybird thinking?" It was, <laughs> it was funny. 
he he hit me up on Twitter too. He came at me on Twitter. It was like, what are you thinking, man? <laughs> well, expect another message. I have a feeling it's coming. Oh, it I don't know what day is. you're dropping this, but uh, I would expect a message about how, how far are we into this one? 45 minutes after you drop it. <laughs> oh, this will be out tomorrow, Chris. This will be out Tuesday. He'll get a hold of you tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The second he hears it, he'll probably just pause it and jump right on. Hey, but you know what, man? The guy, I love people like like Don. Uh, the guy is passionate about what he loves. Uh, he doesn't backpedal. He sticks to his guns. You know, I mean, this is what he loves and he backs it. And there's no one really that backs their people harder than Don does. You know, I mean, he's he's sharing every post. He's making sure that other people are hearing about the matches that he's excited for. I mean, that's good stuff. I mean, it's similar to what you guys do, but you have a platform to do it. And he's got more in his social media thing, you know? Yeah, I mean, he's got a platform. Man, he's doing it more than we are sometimes. Like, it's he's a super fan, and we've all told him that, too, and we appreciate Don's loyalty to indie wrestling, period. Yeah. With that being said, though, I do want to audit his payroll and see if that he's getting some some checks for DTA uh, management. Because <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a full-time job. <clears throat> the amount of matches those guys wrestle, you know? Right. And rounding out that night, we got the rematch between Brandon Kirk and Darren McCarty in the pit. That's going to be a real good sequel. I'm excited to see Darren McCarty get his revenge. We already know how that one's going to turn out. The Carver versus the Tank in the pit. That one really intrigues me because that one's literally like two opposite sides of the world. And I'm I'm wondering if the Reverend is going to come into play a little bit more knowing that the Carver is like kind of on that dark, evil side with them. I do know that the Reverend will be there all weekend. I don't know exactly if Danny's planning on having uh, the Reverend with Tank uh, or not that night. I do think, I do think the Reverend has a way of firing Tank up and keeping his mind in the game uh, when he's around. I think he's very useful to Tank. Um, but this is just like two psychopaths. Uh, that, that Carver's got two nights in a row of psychopath shit yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. And then psychopaths. I mean, we got Eric Ryan, if he's still the American Deathmatch champion, taking on John Wayne Murdoch. And I mean, those two guys are just oh yeah, he won. Fight forever. I mean, shit. Yeah, Eric Ryan's still champ. That's what I'm hoping for. But I wouldn't mind them losing and then seeing Joel and Neil Diamond Cutter fight for it on the RPW show. I mean, that'd be kind of (laughs) cool. I will say, if uh, if Joel does pull it out, and I'm not saying that he can't. Because, you know, the guy's telling his shit. I know that Danny usually lets his uh, title get defended at uh, RPW. It's happened twice already. So, yeah. Um, if that were to happen, I don't know. Eric Ryan's been on a tear ever since he came back, though. So, it's going to be interesting how that goes either way. But I, I can see Danny letting us defend it there. But at the same token, you know, no one's really been putting Eric Ryan down. I mean, I put him in a four-way that would murder most people at Harpo's and he still came out on top. So he over Masada, Vendetta and uh, um, Murdoch. Uh, Murdoch. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed that match. That uh, spider web ending was fantastic there. <clears throat> that was something I've been wanting to do for a while. The, uh, the, the Caribbean spider web. Um, I had advertised a year ago 
that the main event or that one of the matches was going to be Caribbean Spiderweb uh, when it was outdoors. And then we ended up having to move the show indoors. Uh, so we did a kind of bastardized version of that where instead of having the trampolines, we did it in between um, board structures. But that, that was that was something I always wanted to do was get the, the full size trampoline down. And then <laughs> I can't believe no one noticed it because literally all we did was it was behind uh, the seats in the one row. We put some guardrails around it and we stuck a canvas over top of it and no one looked under that canvas to see what was under there. I think everyone just thought it was a big table. <laughs> I, had, I, went- I, paid it, I paid it no mind. I thought it was like something like a big table. I just, I seen that pile of whatever it was and just walked right by it. Didn't even give a shit. It was funny. We were making it and uh, Vendetta gets there that day and he just looks at me. He's like, who's going in that? I was like, I don't know. Probably you. He's like, son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And then he was like, let's do it. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, that's getting used. Whatever it is, that's going to be used. That was a big fucking trample. You know, uh, we broke it down and uh, I was planning on going back and getting it. We put all the pieces outside the venue um and we were making runs to grab stuff and when we got back somebody had already taken it off of scrap <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> but that doesn't mean i didn't find another one well you'll you'll right. be seeing a, a, a return of a spider web sooner sooner or later we'll see well, and bringing it back to rpw uh inked in blood 2 what are tickets looking like for right now? I, I know that they've been selling. Is there still a front row available or is it just down to second row in general admission? So um, when it comes to individual tickets, um, I do have a couple front rows left. I know all the weekend pass front rows are sold out. Um, I think there's like four front rows left uh, the for the individual days and a decent amount of the general admission, but uh, we've, we've sold a lot of tickets to this show, so expect it to be packed, and expect if you want to camp out, show up early. Uh, you can go to rpw419.eventbrite.com if you want tickets just to the one-day show, or uh, the, just our show. Um, there are individual tickets for all the shows. Um, however, if you want to come the whole weekend, you have to buy a weekend pass through ICW, which does include the RPW show. That is exactly what we did. We will be there all weekend camping out as ritual from now on. It seems like this is going to be a yearly thing. The circus and RPW teaming up in Michigan, that is. You guys are doing it outside of Michigan, all over the place already. Teaming up in Chicago previous uh, this year. It's 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 looking like good things. It's going to be a fun time. I really can't wait for this shit to get on and pop in. Is it Friday yet? That's all I've been saying for the last week and a half. God, I'm glad it's not. I still have so much work to do. (laughs) Let's just say there's not going to be a lot of good sleep uh, between uh, now and Sunday, but uh, I think next week I'll be uh, sleeping like a baby and I'll be feeling great about what happened. So, but until then, it's all a typhoon of collecting weapons and getting talent here, there, hotel rooms, all the whole rigmarole of setting these things up. Man, well, we can't wait to see what you got in store for us on Saturday. And then we'll be doing some partying on Friday, hopefully a little bit beforehand. <laughs> but well, let's Chris, not forget uh, the Darren McCarty smoke out after the pit as well. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. The smoke out's happening after the pits. 
We're going to have a big bonfire. Uh, Danny and uh, Darren are going to host it. Um, bring your own smoke. That doesn't mean uh, there won't be smoke there, but, you know, just don't show up. Expect to smoke everybody else's shit. Uh, but we're going to do some campfire stories and uh, some deathmatch horror stories. And uh, I think Larry Legend's got some stuff he's planning on doing, so it should be a good time. Dude, that's awesome. Hell yeah, I'm stoked. So it didn't end up happening uh, last year with just the campfire and the stories, I should say. But uh, I definitely spoke out afterwards last year. The, the, stories, <laughs> well, the stories happened after. We were out there, what, till like 3, 4 in the morning. We didn't go to the we didn't go to the rave. We talked about uh, that, wit and shit. Those boys were up late. Just they had lights and music, all kinds of shit. So yeah, if you want to sleep, don't don't set up camp near the Bocce Boys, and you'll be able to figure out who they are very fast. Don't worry about that. Uh. Very fast. <laughs> you see some techno juggalos, and you want to sleep, just stay away from them. <laughs> Great guys, but uh, sleeping's not in their agenda. Well, Chris, man, we want to thank you for taking time out of your day, hopping on with us, giving us the lowdown and everything that's happening this weekend, especially the lowdown for Ink and Blood 2, Dead by Dawn. We can't wait to see what you got in store for us, man. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. Literally any time, guys. I always make time for you guys. All right, well, you, well, you, well, you know we love RPW, and, and we love you. You're just an extension. You know, you're an honorary member of us, and you know that. So we uh, we appreciate everything you're doing for Michigan Independent Wrestling and the Midwest Independent Wrestling scene. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you, Chris. All right, see you guys next time. See you this weekend. This, this weekend. weekend baby. Turn one out and crack a beer. We'll have a good time. Oh, yeah. Oh, plenty of that. Plenty of that going on. All right, I'll see you guys. See you. Well, we know Chris had a couple of things that he had to do. We knew ahead of time, so we're going to go ahead and hit up you with what's going down on Saturday night for No Holds Bar 28. Going down, as we mentioned earlier, Carver got a monster weekend, and this is a match that I'm super stoked for in the Carver taking on Cruel. I mean, there's going to be a massive height difference, but it's kind of like uh, Leatherface versus Jason. So right. I'm, I'm, the, I'm really excited for this shit. The fucking poster looks like it's it should be a movie. Dude, it does. Yeah, it does. That thing is wicked sweet. <laughs> they also did a wicked job for the uh, Cruel versus the Kirks one, too. You guys from Boston? <laughs> Walking we got Boston over here. Sweet, Walking wicked nice, man. Fuck Boston cream over here. I don't know. You guys start using wicked. Why not? It's a cool word. I use wicked. You gotta, you gotta wicked switch the up the vocabulary every once in a while. Just be glad and say fucker shit. Come on. <laughs> but no, like that should be insane. We've we've seen the Carver, fuck countless times and some countless times. We've insane. seen him for the cool. Before he was cool, insane <laughs> madness. And <laughs> so that's gonna be in, like it's actually gonna be insane. Like I can't even imagine what those two are gonna do in the chains. It's gonna be phenomenal. It's gonna be a horror show in real life. And then Eric Ryan's gonna be taking on Schlag for the American Deathmatch title. 
don't know, man. I think that could be the end. Of the, the, if that's not the end of the run, that's going to be like the crescendo for Eric Ryan's run as fucking ultimate death match, king of the fucking world right now. It's with the matches he has before this, like the probability of him still being champion is like. The probability of him walking should be not that great. <clears throat> Then another dude going all weekend, John Wayne Murdoch taking on Joel Bateman. Those two guys that are going all weekend, man. That'll be that'll be another good banger of a fucking match right there. Akira taking on Brandon Kirk, I think is gonna be an interesting match. I honestly think it might be a little bit more technical of a match than what we would actually expect for this one. Typically, I say fuck the Kirks, but I don't know. I think Brandon Kirk might come out on top of this one. I don't know. I don't know, but I think he loses, but I still think Casey wins against Dale Patrick. Yeah, I was was just about to say that, too. She's the one that's been on fire. She's She's been on a tear as of late. She's the most popular of the Kirks right now. Yeah, like I said, when Chris was on, her and Danny had that banger of a match back in June or back in, uh, was it May? Yeah. And then, you know, we got the Bev and Hoodfoot going at it too then. I thought you were a bit sentenced, Dan. I didn't know you were done talking. I thought I lost. <laughs> I thought I lost speed. <laughs> you know, sometimes you know. I've known. <laughs> just like mid sentence. So like, okay. I've I've known Brandon since I've been. Oh shit! I want to say we are what thirteen and eleven, and there's not many times where there's something that you do that leaves me speechless, but. Uh, <laughs> But this was one of those times where I was left speechless. Doesn't happen often, but you just you just accomplished it. Can I say where you with words? Rare moment right there. Did we go over to Bab taking out Hoodfoot? That's gonna be I, a fucking wide bag. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Where That's where I was oh, going. Man. That one I think is gonna be really fucking dope. Yeah. I honestly think that one. If not Carver, I think Carver and Cruel is taking the night, but that one could be a close second. If not, there's going to be so much blood. There's like I don't even know if there's going to be a most bloodiest match, man. Like it's it's there's just going to be it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. The canvas is just going to be red by Sunday. Yeah, that's That's what I was like. the rat, the the canvas, the grass, everything. The whole ground's gonna be bloody, man. Our shoes are gonna. It's gonna be like a swamp of blood everywhere. It's gonna be ridiculous. That's about to be blood your blood bath. Blood for blood, blood bath, bath. <laughs> don't want to. Well, as long as we don't get stuck, that's the main thing. I ain't got right, good. Don't need a copyright, copyright trouble. <laughs> it's, and then it's, rambling it out, sad to Jim taking on Tank. I think that's like literally a super fight from all hell right there. Sad two versus tank. 
And another one that you're just like, damn, that's another bloodbath. Bloodbath. So before we get we wrap up the talk about ICW and before we get wrapping up some about RPW and we get to the the ad reads and wrestler of the month and the giveaway. Um, anybody have any guesses on who's going to be answer Satu Jin's open challenge? I'll, I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. There's, there's a name that is climbing in the lately in, in the death match scene. And he has been all over. I don't I don't know of his travel plans. I don't know if, if I've heard anything about him being in the area, but uh want to be something if Kevin Giza answers the open challenge. You know, he went into he went into Harpo's and he won the body count battle. Um he's been tearing it up at flop house. Kevin Giza's all over. Um you know, that's a possibility for someone to answer that open challenge. So I know this wouldn't be dipping your toes in it to see how it is. It would be jumping full force into the fucking leg. But TJ answering it would be pretty fucking dope. He really popped out at Harpo's taking them light tubes and, and getting in there with that shit, man. I asked TJ if he's ready to hop in. and um, I, I, I think he would be ready. The way he talks to me, he would be ready, but I don't know if if uh if that's gonna happen. There's so many other guys that are ready to answer that challenge, you know. And there's a guy that's there's a guy that's usually on every RPW show that isn't on the cards yet. Schwartzy. Schwartzy's been known. He's not He's not. I didn't even go over that. Somebody else was announced too. Damn it, Josh. He he's not been announced for a match. What if Schwartzy answers the open challenge? We know Schwartzy. You know he's he a, was somebody. He was somebody I was going to bring up, but you know, he he's done the death matches, but uh, I think he said he was done with them. But who knows? He could answer it still. I was also thinking uh, Remington Roar. He could be a possibility. And, you know, and Carver's going to be there. You never know. It. You know, Carver's going to be at the circus. You never know if, 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 if that monster will show up and answer the challenge. I mean, we've seen him and Satu have a fucking banger out at Flophouse where they ended up in the parking lot just going at it. So, And didn't we see Satu and Shortsy in that uh... – Deathmatch at RPW? Yeah, I believe so. With the Was TV the on fire? Where, yeah, where he let the TV on fire. Yep. Yeah, so they get some, this one could be Schwartz, Schwartz's Revenge or Revenge of the Schwartz. Yeah. I don't know. There's so many possibilities for that. I just wanted to get everybody's thought. Gooch, uh, do you have a thought on who it might be that could answer it? Bro, I have honestly no idea, but the only one that would make sense would be Schwartzy. Yeah, you know, like Chris made a point to say that we were talking about um, we were talking about Hoodfoot and how Hoodfoot was trained by Schwartzy, but Hoodfoot was going up against uh, Old Timer who trained Schwartzy. But he also made a point to say Satu was trained by Schwartzy. 
So that could have just been adding um, facts to the story that Schwartzy also trained Satu, but it, it could have been a little seed planting that to make us think that it might be Schwartzy. So that's what I love about Chris. You, you, you never know. You have to listen to him closely. And Old I know, cool and I know he's he he listens to the podcast, so he's listening to me say this right now. Chris, you have to listen closely. There's sometimes he drops hints on things that may happen, and it's not it's just subtle hints. It's not something that will stand out in his conversations, but little things that you might be able to pick out later on that a light bulb may go off, and you're like, shit, he said that, or he said something about this so never know never know with that guy he's good man one thing i'm excited for this weekend gooch are you camping out all weekend are you there friday and saturday i think honestly this is uh one that i'm gonna be missing out on buddy oh you're not even going okay Talk about I, that later. I will be there Saturday. Um, I won't be camping out, but I'll be there Saturday. Who knows? If, I might get drunk and have to uh, and have to sleep in the truck on uh, Saturday if, night. You if, never know. If I luck out with work Friday night, I might be able to make it for you know our, the RPW show, maybe or not RPW, but the second uh, or the first show. But uh, that'd probably be about it. Damn, that sucks, man. Yeah, last night I thought you already got your weekend pass too. No, <sighs> actually, shit. yeah, no, I don't. I don't think I'll be able to make it Friday. So yeah, see, I think oh, I might... man, that's just trouble. You got you got me, Big Cass, and Chambers representing Pro Wrestling Edge. <laughs> oh man, that's not the bad news Tra- all over Tra- it, man. Crew. Travel, travel crew, travel 10 minutes away from home, baby. Woo! Like I said, when Three I show tears, I'll boys. show up on Saturday. I'll probably bring my truck in case I have to camp out there in my truck on Saturday night from being drunk. So I'm going to have you bring <laughs> the ice. A fat you have me bring some ice on Saturday? Okay. I'll bring some Definitely ice. Definitely bring your truck because you're probably camping out. Probably, yes. You got an air mattress? No, I don't need an air mattress. I can... Uh, uh, what I'm drinking, I can sleep anywhere. I can sleep sit, sitting up. It doesn't matter. Oh, dude, I can't. Well, I mean, I can, Ouch. but then I wake up and I'm yeah. miserable. I'm the worst person to talk to. I'm good to go. I can sleep anywhere. I'll, 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 I'll put the tailgate down and just lay in the back of the truck. I don't give a fuck. Dude, Chris said there's going to be breakfast burritos. Oh, my <laughs> God. I'm so happy about that. Like, that's the best. That is so magical. Oh, my yes. God. I am happy that there's going to be a lot of food there. I was like, cool, good. I ain't got to worry about bringing yeah. a bunch of shit. And Chris is going to be involved in some of that? Yeah, no. It's, it's, so you know it's going to be modern, dude. I'm going to be the first motherfucker in that line. I'm going to get it. We're going to leave the weapons seminar. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give me some some barbecue up in that did, bitch. Did I say the pig roast was – did I see the pig roast was $15 a plate? Yeah, yeah. 15 a plate. Yeah. 15 a plate for the pig roast, which Good. he said it's going to be full of sausage and everything. And he said he's he's yeah, making his coleslaw and, coleslaw and and his sauce, Get his barbecue sauces and shit. There. Yeah. 
It's going to be good. Good stuff. Do you guys want me to get into the ad read and, and, and talk about Wrestler of the Month? I was just going to say, let's. That's a good idea. All right. Let's talk Every, to Dan. Everything Pro Wrestling Edge and Talking Sports with PWE you can find on social media at PWE Pod, on the website, pwepod.com. For Edge of the Mind podcast, it's on Instagram at Edge of the Mind Pod and the Edge of the Mind Facebook group page, Edge of the Mind Pod by PWE. Um, I'm on a break from that, and you know I haven't posted a lot on Facebook lately because of Facebook. But anyway, that's a whole nother conversation. This could not be possible without our partners and our sponsors, Rue Psychedelics. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at Rue Psychedelics. Whirlwind Productions Detroit, Whirlwind Productions DET on Facebook and Instagram, and Whirlwind Productions DET at uh, gmail.com. If you're looking for any voice um, voiceover work or any podcast production work. Reach out to Whirlwind Productions Detroit. Also, Brain Jerk Entertainment. They are more than a podcast. You can find all their content at brainjerk.com. They do such cool shit. Taste of um, show. They do their pillar talk. They do um, the morning show that they do. Stream at 10. There's a different topic every day. There's Mental Health Monday, which is awesome. Um they're doing the third uh, drag queen bingo coming up. Just check them out on brainjerk.com for all their content. Um, Ronnie at Jayquist Photography. If you're looking for any photography work, he does it all. Reach out to Ronnie, J A Q U I S Photography, and that's on Facebook and um, TikTok. On Instagram, it's Ronnie Jayquist and horror underscore style on Twitter. Um, and again, we couldn't do this without our partners and sponsors, so we appreciate them really uh, so much. And special shout out on this episode to Ruthless Pro Wrestling for everything that, that they do and just banger after banger. And every show just gets that much better than the previous one. So hats off to Chris Kohlenberg and the crew over at Ruthless Pro Wrestling. They do awesome, awesome stuff. So. Check them out on IWTV for the, all their backlog of shows. Um, and you can see what we're talking about if you haven't. Um, Wrestler of the Month for June. This was our tightest race so far. The winner was decided by one vote. One single vote. And the June Wrestler of the Month is the creator the Destroyer, the Dreadful, the IWR Heavyweight Champion, the Dread King Logan. Congrats to the Dread King Logan for winning this month. So what that means is Dread King Logan will join Zodiac, Juniper, TJ Meyer, and Forever Young in December in the semifinals uh, to go up against each other to the fan vote to see who We'll make it to the finals to go for PWE wrestler of the year. So big stuff coming in December for those uh, five individuals. So now let's get to our merch giveaway. Let's spin Spin that wheel. Spin that wheel. Oh, wow. (laughs) This person has been talked about quite a bit on this episode. Um, Donald Holland. 
Donald Holland is the winner. Hey. I will, I will reach hey. out to Donald Holland. Um, That's awesome. Don't worry. I will not have Jaber do that. I will reach out to Donald <laughs> Holland and let him know that he's the winner of the merch package for the June voting. But, yeah, thank you to everyone who voted. This was the tightest. Like I said, one vote separated first and second. And, actually, there wasn't much of a difference between all of these competitors. So, But one vote separating the two, that's the closest race that we've had. So hats off to all five of the nominees, but Dread King Logan takes it home. Congrats, Donald Holland. You, you, you've been one of the consistent listeners of our podcast um, for a long time. You've been um, – you voted on every month – to date so we appreciate you and what you do not only for supporting us but also what you do for supporting independent wrestling here in michigan and across the country um chris said it there's more people that we need as wrestling fans like don holland so thank you donald holland for everything that you do and i'll be getting with you for your pwe merch package so that's all I got. Hell yeah. Done. Way awesome. to go. Well, shit. No, next week's 4th of July. So, uh. Won't be an episode. I don't yeah, think we'll have anything for next week. No, we'll probably be way too hungover for that shit. Yeah. But we're going to get some great content. Great content yeah. coming this weekend. So we're going to have some fresh shit sitting in the pot for you. Yeah. We'll have a circus show the following week of stuff that happens at the circus. Um, I do know that Joel wants to talk to us at the circus. His schedules went in lineup to come on for this one, so he wants to talk to us at the circus, and he wants to do another um, drink with with Jay Bird. (laughs) So bring your shoe. I'm not wearing my good shoes. But bring your shoe because he wants to do another drink with you. He's going to wear flip-flops all week. Just be horrible. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be rough. That'd be real rough. Yeah, not with the amount of blood that's going to be everywhere. Yeah, yeah closed toes. God on only this, knows. On this I weekend. feel bad for the people that show up with flip-flops. And they will be some. Don't wear flip-flops to the circus. I will, I'll, I'll say that. Do not wear your flip-flops. Right. Wear shoes. All right, Joe. Happy 4th of July. Peace out. Pro Wrestling Edge would like to thank our partners. Whirlwind Productions Detroit. Rue Psychedelics. And our sponsors, Brain Jerk Entertainment, Jayquist Photography, Welcome to the New Beginning.